Welcome to Alex and Annie, the real women of vacation rentals. With more than 35 years combined industry experience, Alex Husner and Annie Holcomb have teamed up to connect the dots between inspiration and opportunity, seeking to find the one story, idea, strategy, or decision that led to their guest's big aha moment. Join them as they highlight the real stories behind the people and brands that have built vacation rentals into the $100 billion industry it is today. And now it's time to get real and have some fun with your hosts, Alex and Annie. Welcome to Alex and Annie, the real women of vacation rentals. I'm Alex. And I'm Annie. And we are joined today with a guest who we asked to be on the show a very, very long time ago. We finally got him nailed down here. So we have Anthony Gant, who is the founder and CEO of At Ease. And Anthony, we're so excited to have you here. I am so excited to be here, ladies. Thank you for having me this morning slash afternoon. That's right. So you're over on the West Coast today, yes, at least. Yeah. Right? Today. Awesome. Before we get started, I know we've got a lot of interesting things to talk about, but if you could just give our listeners a little bit information about who you are and what your involvement in the space has been. All right. So for your listeners, my name is Anthony Gant, as you heard. Um, I just retired from the Marine Corps in March after 22 years of service. A few weeks ago, I was telling Alex and Andy, one of the, the biggest like things that I enjoy the most about being retired is the ability to grow facial hair. So that's what <laughs> yes. I spent 22 years of service for. You worked hard for. You've done it I worked well. hard for this beard. <laughs> Enjoy my freedoms of not shaving. Very well. If you're not watching the YouTube, go over to YouTube so you can see the beard. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, so uh, who am I? I am, a, uh, like I said, a Marine veteran um, and now buddy entrepreneur that just started a new OTA in the space of short-term accommodations on um, vacation rentals. And what we're doing is bringing a untapped niche of travelers who have a ton of money to pour into vacation rental management companies and owners. Uh, and what I mean by that is uh, military, government employees, uh, first responders, and the likes of people who serve um, at the federal, state, and local level. So at ease is here to serve them. And we hope that we will get more managers and hosts from listening to this podcast to help us serve yeah. our um, community that we're providing for. That's awesome. So Anthony, I think we probably want to start with why you started at ease. I think it's a great story and it's one I know I've heard from other people. And when you said it to me, I was like, well, this is just a no brainer, but nobody's done what you're doing. So why don't you tell us about it? All right. So as I tell the story, I, I, I want to paint a picture for the listeners who aren't familiar with how the military life is and, and what it means. Um, what I mean by that is every two or three years, you get a set of orders, which relocates you from one base to another. And if you can kind of close your eyes and imagine this. So you're in a house, they say move. Now you don't have a place to stay. So the base you're leaving, you have to find somewhere to stay temporarily. Um, if you're single, a hotel is an ideal situation. But if you're with pets or family and kids, those hotels can kind of get a little small. Yeah. Right. And now you have to transition across the globe, whether that's in the U.S. or somewhere around the world. And again, you're not going directly into a home. You're having to stay somewhere temporarily. And that can be from 10 days to 30 days. I had one person stay with us for seven months with um um, when they were relocating. And this happens every year, just the DOD alone for half a million people. That wow. happened to me in 2018. And you guys, you notice this is no secret. 
Um, I'm very fertile. I have six kids. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, those six kids, staying in the hotel was good when it was just one or two. But as they continue to keep coming from God knows where, <laughs> I have no clue. Um, it got very difficult to stay in the hotel. And when we were moving from Virginia to Texas, we decided to go on one of the, the top two OTAs. Well, we booked the home, stayed in it, and it was a fabulous experience. Um, Texas does everything big for less. And that was true during this situation. And it was where I learned that the government at the federal level for both military and civilians have regulations in place which say, hey, you can't use those OTAs because we made rules in 1982 and we never changed them because OTAs didn't exist in 1982. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, that makes no sense. So, uh, because I didn't get $1,200 back, I started thinking about other service members who were not going to be able to get their reimbursements. Yeah. Uh, and I actually reached out to a, a good bit of them through the Facebook. Um, I call it the Facebook. I was going right? to say, yeah, the Facebook. The Facebook. Because <laughs> it could have been MySpace. But uh <laughs> I went to Facebook and I found out that other service members were having the same trouble with getting reimbursed. Um, some were saying it took me four months, nine months. Others were saying I just was denied. And I, I, I asked a, a silly question, like, how much did they not give you back? And when I heard four grand, I was like, Woof, I better be quiet because I only lost twelve hundred. Then one person was like, well, I lost seven thousand. I was like, whoa, whoa, this is oh, not a competition. Yeah. Open a can of worms. How much money we lost? <laughs> right. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. That's how so, I created the company. Was it that they you're they weren't allowed to use OTAs or that they weren't allowed to use vacation rentals as Oh Alex, I don't know if you just put a ball on the tee and was like, here's the bat and swing at them. But that was <laughs> such a tee ball. Oh, thank you. It's not the <laughs> property, it's the actual OTA. Um, huh. so that is the interesting thing about this. So there are short-term managers who um, are near bases and uh, and, and whatnot, kind of understand how this works. But for the masses who don't, that's why at ease comes in and says, "Hey, we can help you get your OTA, your your short term rental on at ease, which is a new OTA that works in compliance with the government regs, so that you can have access to this four point nine billion dollar travel industry." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just for lodging. Everybody's like, "That's the military spend on no, that's the government spend on lodging alone." Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. unbelievable. Four point nine billion. Billion with a B. Oh wow. my God. I mean, that's 4% of all of the vacation rentals. If we're at a hundred, I mean, yeah. my God, wow. <laughs> that's crazy. So I know um, in Panama city, and I think I told you the story we had, um, I worked for a management company and we had about 1800 units on rental. And when hurricane Katrina came through um, new Orleans, we housed a lot of people, but one of the things we had to do to house them um, through FEMA was we had to get FEMA approved and every unit had to have FEMA regulation numbers and inspections and all yep. that stuff. But by doing that, we got all of our units approved so people could rent them through the government. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that that was like even an issue, but it just, it goes to like, I guess it goes back originally to like the safety Mm -hmm. um, the safety rules and regulations that hotels were um, ordered to comply with vacation rentals just didn't have those same regulations in place to say like you had to have sprinkler systems or, you know, fire suppression systems or those type of things. So that, I guess that's where it sort of originated from, but it was, for me, it was an eye opener just going through the process. Mm -hmm. It was hard and it was a lot of paperwork to do, but 
the companies now all those units were taken care of so they don't they don't, don't have that problem anymore but that's what you have to do for the managers right and that's what yes. provide is that level of service to help them get and navigate through governmental bureaucratic red tape <laughs> absolutely Annie, and i love that you you mentioned uh, how hard it is and, and the, the legwork that it took um, people were like, well, if it's so difficult, how can you do it? I was like, I've been in the Marine Corps for 22 years. Right. Like, who is, yeah. who is harder on regulations and like red tape than the Marine Corps? Right. Um, so I was like, you know, filling out the paperwork and doing what they need has become a part of my life. It is my life. It is me. Yeah. Um, so what we do is we kind of go to these property management uh, organizations, companies, BR, uh, vacation rental managers, and we say, hey, we're going to simplify the process. Just give us access to the property. Let us do the inspection. Let us do the paperwork. Let us register it so that you can get that FEMA certification and identification number back that opens it up to government travel. And then there have been some cases where we've had military base officials who wanted to do the inspection in addition to that. And again, we coordinate that as well. Um, and it's a little easier when I say, yeah, Major Gant retired. They go, oh, I was first sergeant, such and such. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that like paternal connection that we have as service members and veterans kind of helps as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Wow. Interesting. And you know, we, we market ourselves as a military friendly destination. And I just, I wonder how many times people have come here and thought that they were going to be able to be reimbursed on stays and then found out it was completely the opposite, depending on how they, how they booked. But um, is that made clear to people? I mean, when you're in the military, like what you can, you can book on these sites, you can't book on these, or if it's, it's supposed to go through like a government travel agency, like that they sanction or what, what does that process look like? Again, before you came around at least. Now this is a softball. So before I came around, um, so it depends on, how you're traveling. If you're traveling for work, which we call temporary duty, there is a platform that you should use um, to to find a place to stay. But get, again, that platform um, through the GDS is only like provides hotels. Right. And for those members like me, it's like I don't want to stay in a hotel for no 90 days. Um, right. I, yeah. find, I, I usually look on the corporate housing um, networks and communities and say, hey, who has a GSA contract? Who's yeah. FEMA certified? And then you'll get like a thousand, like we can house you. We can house you. I'm like, yeah, but will I get my reimbursement? And they're like, oh no, we don't have that. So yeah. you just wasted like two hours of your life just trying to figure out where figure I can out. stay other than yeah. the hotel. And right. then you just say, all right, I'm just going to this hotel for 90 days. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of short-term rental operators, other than Craigslist, there was really no good way of going and finding this out. You can go to the platforms, the, the, the two OTAs that exist. But you still run into the, the problem with they are emerging a record in most cases and mm -hmm. the emerging a record kind of just, just takes away your ability to get reimbursed. Right. Uh, and then uh, what people would do is just believe it or not, it sounds bad, but like they'll create receipts that says something else so that they can get their reimbursement, which is fraud. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm like, Hey guys, don't compromise your integrity. And so you're like, solving crime too. Yeah. I'm solving crimes. Yeah. <laughs> crime prevention. Let's go. What else? What other issue can we pile on here? Oh <laughs> crime God. prevention, safety, liabilities of injuries. Right. Um, oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. You know, you know, like every, every law that's on the book that could possibly creep up, right. You know, all the laws and how to respond. Yeah. Yeah. So what we do um, to your point, Annie and Alex, when we go to the properties, the inspection is uh, kind of grown into like this at ease standard. Mateo loves this. I love when Mateo says it. 
Um, he goes, the Eddie standard. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> I can picture him saying that. Too. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And we've, uh, uh, you guys haven't met her yet, but Krista, who's a military spouse, uh, her, her husband is a Lieutenant Colonel in the Marine Corps. And she's a phenomenal um, person that's been uh, um, added to our team. She's like, Hey, we need more than just safety at their place. We need to know what these properties actually look like and what they feel like because military families are coming in and they want to know the difference between a house that can that can park a U-Haul versus a house yeah. that can't. Yeah. So that information that we collect and then we do a crime rating to make sure it's in like the safer neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, though most service members have been in rough neighborhoods overseas. We're not trying to do that when we come home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're mitigating a lot of issues because I've been on other OTAs. And I'm like, oh, this is a nice house in an up and coming neighborhood. Yeah. I go into it and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Up and coming is up kind of a red flag. Subjective. It ain't game yet. It ain't game. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So so you guys, um, you, you launched in what year? We uh, officially launched in 2020. February of 2020. It was the best time to launch a company. Absolutely. We were ready to go full bore ahead. And then March comes around with his ugliness and just like brings a little friend along with it. And like, yo, who is this Kobe person? Yeah. Yeah. I swear, we've we've talked to so many people that had these brilliant companies and ideas that were launched like in February or March of 2020. It's unbelievable. I mean, like there should literally be a book about all the companies that tried to start then. And a lot of them, you know, have come back now. They finally gotten back there. The wind behind their sails, but we're certainly glad to see that that's happened for you. I'm curious on the, the inspection side. So mm-hmm. is there a benefit to us as managers? You come out, you're, I mean, you're pers- not you personally, but you're having people personally inspect the condos, the beach homes, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a benefit that we can use that information for other OTAs or for other marketing or information? Or how is that that report given back to us? Uh, yes, there's a benefit. Um, and the benefit to you all is that you kind of reduce liability in okay. the, the sense of your property. Um, yeah. ex- like I said, we do, we look at the crime rating and we hey, say, hey, this neighborhood is safe. If you didn't know, now you know. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, we once we do the external inspection, we kind of identify things. Like I went to one property that looked really nice on the website. When I was like, hey, why is that electrical wire from that pole? Like, <laughs> in awesome. the tree exactly just like, safe, like this. But- I'm oh, like, wow. it just looked like that live wire, like a snake just ready to bite. And it's still <laughs> yeah. a live wire. I'm oh, like, wow. that is dangerous for kids, especially yeah. my kids, because they were crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> another place I was walking into the house and it looked really nice. And I went to open the window and I was like, <laughs> oh, you guys know I'm like 6'4, 230 pounds. So I'm not a little guy. And I was struggling <laughs> to open this window in this bedroom. And the manager was like, oh, don't worry about that. The window never opens. I was like, but what if a fire happens and I can't get out the door? Right. I was like, yeah. I was like oh, we got the smoke detectors. They'll know. Like, wow. Oh, my God. No. Crazy. Wow. Um, wow. Like issues wow. like, hey, you probably shouldn't have an extension cord under that carpet because that's a hazard. So for a manager in a management company, um, I don't know how often you guys go in and identify like hazards. And, and we're, we're, we're like coming in to reduce liability as much as possible. Yeah. And then those safety features you can push on other OTAs to kind of market that you're safer property yeah. because I've seen people go on these different platforms and look for those additional um, features. Like for me personally, fire prevention is important because as a middle school kid, my house burned down. 
So I'm always advocating on things that make it safer as to like how to reduce the likelihood of a fire. Um, And then other cases where I've been in properties where um, there's another young lady who's coming out who's making access to uh, homes that have ADA. um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So we look at that, too, because we have a lot of military service members who are amputees and have family members with special cases. So we annotate that information as well. So whatever we find and we turn back over to you Mm -hmm. is information you can use to kind of market your property to more people. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting twist on the ADA side too, because I know I mean we get tons of requests for that. And in for the units that we manage, we know which ones are because they're all key level units. But um a lot of the partner properties we have in Myrtle Beach and other areas, if they're representative level, it, you can book a, and this doesn't make sense to me, but you can book an ADA King Suite but they can't guarantee that it's really going to be an ADA room. I'm like, why do you call it that? Is <laughs> the room type then? But right. we've run into that as problems with, for people. And, you know, I've told our homeowner team, when we're trying to advise our owners on what upgrades to make, make sure you you check some of those boxes. I mean, in the bathrooms for sure, because mm-hmm. that opens up so many more guests that right now have a really, really hard time finding places to stay. But adding on to it, that this also opens up the military component, I think that that's even more of a reason, you know, to be telling homeowners that that's what they should do. So absolutely, I'll, I'll, I'm going to use that. <laughs> that's absolutely should. Yeah, the, having that FEMA number, that registration number, having that FEMA number will unlock so many avenues of revenue in terms of bookings that you just don't think about because mm-hmm. you just think again, FEMA. Oh, it's a it's an evacuee or it's a you know it's a very specific event that you don't think about, but it opens up access to all government. So you're not getting just the military. You're getting yeah. anybody that's traveling on orders who works for my like like Pat. You know, works for yeah, a contractor, yeah. and they're traveling to major cities. They're traveling mm-hmm. all over. And then, you know, again, it's great off-season business because they're moving all the time, you know. All so, the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a never-ending never bucket of business to work from. So yeah. it's great. That's a great point, Annie. Um, that's what kind of kept us alive during the pandemic. Um, while travel was being restricted and, and everyone was asked to quarantine and stay home, military and government kind of surged in like their efforts to fight COVID, especially yeah. the medical corps um, and, and, and different national guard units were activated for different reasons. And we were getting requests pouring into at ease, at ease, at ease. Um, we couldn't find enough managers that were standing like uh, standing business. As you guys know, a lot of the uh, arbitrage models went under, right. um, yeah. which yeah. I was like, just stay in business for one more week. I got a thousand soldiers that need a place to stay. Yeah, Um, yeah. I think it was like a couple million dollar opportunity for 90 days. And it was like, I got to close my doors. I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. Tell me you got them. We're we're seeing that come back again. Annie and I were just reading an article about that yesterday about these people just doing arbitrage in our Airbnb, even renting the building, and then they're just subletting it out. So I guess that's coming back. It's still kind of crazy, but yeah. Yeah. It's coming back. Um, I get it. People, the only thing that's, uh, uh, that bothers me about that is the misinformation of what it means to be an STR manager. Oh, absolutely. Manager. I saw Amy Hino and, uh, Steve Milo were on LinkedIn. They were going with information and whatnot. They're like, there's a difference between STR and VR. And I was like, yeah, Okay, I didn't know that. Um, 
but I understand what they're saying. A host versus a management company yeah. professionalizes yeah. in the space. Um, so um, I wish we can just educate the industry more. Yeah, yeah. that's that's something that we're, we're, we're really trying to do through our podcast is really kind of connect, again, connecting the dots on stories, but connecting the dots between the two sides of the industry, because there's a lot of there's a lot of commonalities that they can mm-hmm. share learnings from, but then there's some things on either side that they, you know, they won't necessarily need or, or will do, but there's just a lot of ways we can all work together. Um, yeah. But there is definitely some people that are on the VR side that are like STRs are bad and people on the STR side, oh VR, they think they're something else. And so again, yeah. we just sit in the middle and want everybody to get along, you know? Right. <laughs> exactly. I think they're both good. They have their places on based on where they are. Yeah. Um, I just want to see it professionalized because I absolutely personally don't like um, either side that doesn't want to follow the rules. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, um, I'm like, I'll give you an example. I've met STR operators in Austin. Austin requires a license. I'm not getting a license. I've met VR providers in Austin. Hey, you need a license. I'm not getting a license. I'm like, why? I mean, these people, I think a lot of them, and and that's, that's the downside of it. You're, the, the newer blood that's coming in, they're thinking that it's going to be a lot easier and there will be a lot less red tape than what they expected. And mm-hmm. we had, had a arrangement that we were looking at where we were going to get a big bulk of units of somebody who had bought an actual building that they wanted us to run all the units. And once we gave him some of the parameters of what we would need to be able to professionally manage it. I mean, building license, lifeguard at the pool, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, he just went away. <laughs> so it's like, okay, we're, we're not, you know, we've been in business yeah. for 37 years. We're not going to put our name and our reputation on something that we can't stand behind, but absolutely. Um, that's absolutely. a red flag. That's a huge red flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. You need people to keep this safe. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, where are we? So, and are, um, oh, <laughs> I was Go ahead. Ask, <laughs> I was going to ask Anthony. So you guys, you guys have been again back to 2020. You go and you're doing all these inspections and bringing on units, and and so you're focused seemingly would be it, where there's military bases, um, but you are also doing um, travel for people going on vacation. So you would want properties not just where there's military bases, correct? One hundred percent. We started out as uh, what was my problem because I lost money and that's how it started. (laughs) And then uh, as it was being communicated through our our internal networks, um, I had service members like, can I use it for this? And then I had veterans like, hey, I'm not in. I'm not getting reimbursed. I want to use it because you're a vet. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we do we do government travel where you can get reimbursement. And we also do the vacation leisure travel. Um, um, The biggest one, everyone else, what you got in Disney? What's normal? Um, You have anything in the mountains? I'll tell you this for your audience. If you're a vacation runner and and Alex, you said this, you guys have like a, a military discount. Mm-hmm. If you have a military discount and you're working with at ease for the, and you say, I want to give a military discount, please let me know, okay. because that is the one thing that service members, veterans always look for. And yeah. they will go like there's a reason we go to Golden Corral. It's not because of the food. It's because they <laughs> feed us for free on veterans. <laughs> <laughs> and they make loyal customers. Uh, that's a that's a really good point, that's and that's point, such a simple takeaway for. And actually, even on our website, I don't think that we have anything that says that we give a military discount. But I'm going to add it because we don't do. I mean, no, if they call no, and they ask, we do. Don't add it, but what are you talking about? No. That's that's an easy thing for everybody just to put on your site to 
you know, because Alex, what are you doing right now? No, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. No, at ease. <laughs> well, that too. That well, too. That's it. Yeah. We're definitely we're definitely doing that. Definitely doing that. <laughs> Very strongly believe in the product. Now, I've got a question for you. So, after you, well, I mean, you just recently retired, but when you started at ease, obviously you didn't have a technology background necessarily. Um, you're very entrepreneurial. So how, I know there was a reason for starting it, but not everybody can just start an OTA or a startup like this. I mean, tell us about how you just prepared yourself or what really got you besides the the reason, how did you equip yourself to be able to um, grow this? So I do have, I don't tell a lot of people that I'm an undercover nerd. I do have a tech background. Oh, okay. I have an engineering <laughs> degree in electrical engineering, and I was going to get a computer engineering degree. I was going to do major, but the Marine Corps told me I had to hurry up and get back to service because they were paying for it. So I'm like three or four classes short from having a computer engineering degree. Okay. So initially I was like, I used to build websites back in like the eighties. No, I'm not that old, but um, <laughs> I was like, I did build websites and played around with databases and whatnot. So the first site I built myself um, and then I did two things. I built the custom site and I, I used like a Wix or something like I was like, which one is going to work better? Yeah. And then as I built onto that and we got our first like managers to list on, it, I was like, ooh, that worked. And then I went out and said, hey, I got a couple of properties and they got booked. I said, ooh, that worked. Um, I went out and raised a little bit of money and hired an external team to kind of help build a, a better platform. And then um, because I had that background and a lot of friends who are super nerds is what mm-hmm. I call them. Um, I called on all my engineering buddies who do have jobs that had the Googles, the Facebooks, the next yeah. uh, flexes and whatnot. And I said, like, Hey guys and gals, what is it that I need? And they were like, you need yeah. this app and this app. You need to do that. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know what any of that is. I'm still in the military. <laughs> like, I'll tell you, it was funny. They was like, you need Slack. I was like, Slack and what? Everything. Yeah. And they're like, it's an app. I was like, an app called Slack? I was like, oh, why would you call it Slack? Um, but they told me, you need Slack. Then they was like, do you have Zoom? I was like, I, I think I drank something. <laughs> like, right? and all of these I'm different tools, Trillos and Zooms and Slacks and everything like oh that. Jira's and GitHub and GitBucket. And I was like, all right, time out. Yeah. Um, so that's what helped me. And then somebody said, Are you building an OTA? I said, No, I'm building a web platform like Expedia. It's like, Yeah, OTA. Yeah. I, like, I don't know what an OTA is. Yeah. I don't know what that means. They're like, are you trying to build a GDS? I'm like, I don't know what a GDS is. <laughs> so um, I got really, really smart with the vocabulary and the, and went to like, um, I think it's called Headnut, which like the hotel industry has this yep. Yep. organization that just like, here are all of the terms and, mm-hmm. and here is how you do the technology and here's how you do the integrations. And I just read through it and I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So well, you that's, are that's <laughs> you're you're a you're a nerd, you're Undercover a nerd. McGruff the crime dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Retired, self, retired self, military. Self-taught OTA expert now. So <laughs> that's pretty impressive. How many you have you have you have a hat for every child? I do. Yeah, I do. All six. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So your your tech team that operates the site for you now, is that are they internal with at ease or is it um what what, what yeah. does your team look like? We went internal. It's a team of about uh, four to six people. Um, 
that was after we raised a little bit of money um, between January of last year. And, I'm sorry, December of last year and January of this year raised about 1.1 million, uh, which was pretty exciting. Yeah. So we were able to bring people on the Addies team. We have about seven full-time, two part-time. Mm-hmm. And Alice, you know this because we were talking about the OTA that you guys operate with Condo World and how difficult it can be. And um, if you don't kind of continue to update the features and whatnot, you can kind of yeah. lag behind. So having a team in, in-house kind of helps with that. And it's just making me so much smarter uh, with some of the features that we're adding. And then I do something that I haven't seen a lot of OTA representatives do other than become exhibitors is kind of sit down with people like you and Annie and the yeah. other managers and ask questions like, why don't you like this? And what, what's wrong with that? Right, right. Yeah. I, I was so impressed by some of the things that you showed me when we were all at, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the executive summit from, you know, the the brand guide that you made for Addies. And I mean, you've put a, a lot of thought into how the platform has been built out, but um, you're, you're, you're hundred percent right. I mean, there, everything is changing so quickly and not only is it changing, but just matching the consumer demands for what they're actually looking for is constantly changing too. So I think your approach of going, asking questions, being part of the discussions, that's going to, that's going to be what sets you apart from some of the others that aren't doing that. Cause I know some of them are not, but, and you, you had also shared with us too, that in this process, you went to Washington and you mm-hmm. sat down with legislators and you really, I mean, you, you grilled them to try and figure out how this could, how this could move forward. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience? Yes. Um, that was early on where I was really livid about not getting reimbursed $1,200. Yeah. I was like, I want my $1,200 back. Um, and they were like, Hey, you need to come up here. And I don't know what they were calling me up as like a Marine to chew me out or as a civilian, but I went yeah. up as, as a civilian <laughs> United States citizen <laughs> and sat in a room and I did not tell them that I was still active duty. And it was just an eight hour day of uh, questions. And, and like you say, like um, asking the whys and hows and what do we need to do to get this done? Uh, having a little bit of kickback from certain entities within the space. Mm-hmm. Um, because they have GSA contracts that are very, like I saw one company, it's like, yeah, I got a $65 million contract last year. And the year before that was 55 million. So those individuals, like we want no part of what you're creating with this at ease thing. Yeah. And then on the other end, they're like, we need to streamline this because we're tired of giving that one company a hundred million dollars right. in a two yeah. year time span. Yeah. Uh, how can we like spread this amongst the others? Yeah. And like we talked about earlier, $4.9 billion that goes to lodging. And a lot of it goes to hotels and corporate housing providers and the vacation rental, short-term rental industry are just missing out on these opportunities unless you're like Annie and you guys know about the FEMA opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so that back and forth for eight hours just kind of led me to get emails and phone numbers with the right people in the travel section. And I will continue to send them updates on what Addis is doing and ask them for more feedback on the questions that they have. And then I just kind of followed like this, like, I guess it's like a form that they have on their site of new things that they're looking for and new questions that they have. And I joined the National Defense Travel Association um, to kind of be at the the where the rubber meets the road whenever they have any kind of issues or new um conversations and breakthroughs about travel specifically in the hospitality space. Mm-hmm. That's really smart. Cause I think that you, I know just having worked government business for hotels, 
you, the hotel brands are very active in, yeah. in all of that Marriott's here, like all of them, they, they have a lot of, lot of seats at the table. So you're really smart to get involved in those conversations. Yeah, yeah very much so. The more that you can find a niche in, in the OTA space, the better. And, you know, we, we learned the hard way that when we first started out going to other markets, we, you know, just spent a lot of money on pay-per-click and we were just going neck and neck with some of the managers that were already in that market. And we quickly realized we're not really bringing much of a value to them if we're just another company that they are now competing against. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. premise was we wanted to be able to bring them different guests. And so that was years ago. I mean, we went back to the drawing board and realized we've got to really be able to leverage Condo World brand and what we have that is going to give them something that they can't already reach. And especially, you know, with, with what you're doing, I think that's why any manager should want to say yes to this because you're getting access to essentially a closed user group that these people otherwise can't book in your properties. They're going to be good guests. I mean, for yeah. the most part, I bet the the complaints and issues are probably at a minimum. So that's very smart. <laughs> well, to date, we haven't had any complaint issues. Um, um, we have minimum guests so far and, and we have a lot of requests that, like I told you guys earlier, yeah. I think Alex, we were talking like, I need to find a host in this area because I'm getting all yeah. these requests. Yeah. Um, but to your point, they are phenomenal guests. Um, if we just think about it from the standpoint of what they're coming into the area for, let's just talk about the official government travel. I'm getting relocated. Yeah. I have to go to a new place. I have to be focused, go to that new place, get checked in, put my best foot forward. And then when I come home, I'm either eating dinner, taking a shower or I'm going to work out, right? Or hanging out with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's no time to kind of throw this massive party. And right. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you have the government traveler that Annie was talking about, like her husband, who is coming in to do some contracted work or like a, a specific task. Yeah. And most of the time that goes from like early in the morning to late in the evening. And they're just coming in again, eating, showering, sleeping in the unit. Yeah. Yeah. And doing it over and over. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, no time for that. Right. (laughs) I know you're not going to hear the loud parties and the noise. I need to be more more worried about people like Annie and I that would be doing that. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Public enemies number one and two over here. Noise and words not going off. For anybody listening, um, I can think of a couple of people that I know are avid listeners of Alex and Annie, and they have some good inventory. And so I'm thinking right now, like their wheels are turning and they're yes, like, I yes. want to sign up with at ease. Yeah. So what does that process look like for like onboarding? So you, they, and who are you integrated with too? Yeah. And okay. just can you kind of give us the lay of the land for that. Uh, integrate with Reynolds United, Next Pack, and uh, Booking Pal. And then if you're a hotel provider, you listen to this podcast, uh, Derby Soft. Um, that's how the channel manager bringing hotels to. Um, but the process is we like to do a, a introductory call, still an early startup. Our site is live and has the ability for people to click on it and host our heroes. But everybody wants the billion dollar OTA experience for yeah. the not so billion dollar invested OTA. <laughs> yeah. Right? People, we did not raise a billion dollars and we don't have a billion dollar OTA, but we do have people yes. that you can talk to. You'll yes. get there. Yes. yes. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. And you'll still be able to talk to us. Um, so, you know, we have our phone number on the website, our email, and we like to sit down and have a Zoom call for 15 minutes and kind of answer the questions that you may have about dealing with a brand new OTA. And then we tell you, hey, once we finish this call, we like to send over a one page agreement that says you're going to give us the opportunity to come to your property in person and inspect it. 
we inspect it either between your bookings, so when your cleaners or your team are in there, or if you have days set apart where you have like those maintenance days that you just don't have listed um, so that we can come in and do the inspections. We want to have no impact to your operations. We don't want to block it out for reservations for us to come in with like, you tell us when, and we'll figure out a way to do it. From there, if the property uh, is safe to our standards, like I said, the, how Mateo says, the Eddie standard, uh, <laughs> then we'll, we'll take that and that property is automatically qualified for leisure. And we import it through the channel managers that we're integrated with, and we turn that property on. So that is, it's live for at least vacation travel. If it has the requirements that we're looking for for that government um, uh, access where we can get the FEMA identification signed on to it as well, then we'll do the registration on your behalf. We'll do all the paperwork and we'll wait till we get that email back from them with the number associated with your property or properties. And then we'll activate the switch in our database that says it is accessible for leisure and government travel. Awesome. Um, And that's how we do it. So and what about for a manager happen. like of our size that we've we're approximately 500 condos? That's to to plan you going into 500 condos is no small undertaking. So what does that look like? Well, you know, going into Iraq and, and defeating the enemy in Fallujah was no undertaking, but I did that. Yes, yeah, I'm ready to do 500 condos. <laughs> Alex, you got no challenge to throw at him. <laughs> Don't you challenge him, United States Marine. I would be like, uh, that. you can't handle the inspection. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love it. I'm sorry. Too much I don't know why I even asked. I mean, clearly. Oh, yeah. But to your point, so... So for for properties that have like uh, that are in multifamily units like the condos, right? They typically, for the most part, build them the same. Yes. Um, true, and what true. we can do is go in and we can look at a property type. Um, if we see some differences, if we do two one bedrooms and there's some difference, we may ask to see more. Um, but like I was just in Disney earlier this summer. I mean, I call it Disney Orlando. That's Disney. <laughs> Yeah, right. It's all, it's, well, yeah. And I stayed at uh, one of the Marriott Villas locations, and they had this whole like condo, like 5,000 units, and they all were the same cookie cutter, yeah. all safety. Yeah. And I could go into like one or two of those, like, oh, this is all certified. And, and they already had the FEMA certification. Like you said, and the hotels know this. Um, so we can kind of get to scale if they're in a multifamily unit division property yeah, yeah. and they're all cookie cutter they're just one bedroom two bedroom three bedroom yeah we'll just have okay. to see one type of that property inspect it and then we can register the entire building yeah that's interesting i'll have to check and see if if any of our condo buildings I mean none of them have they're they're not the traditional resort with like a front desk so i don't know mm-hmm. if they have the fema certification but that would obviously cut send me the address and the information i can look it up for you okay yeah yeah. And there's um there's a cost associated with it. Is there not? To yes, do there is. So what we build in, um, it's a early, early adopter. We like, hey, $50 per single family residential. So we, we call that single family home up to a fourplex. Um, if you have a multi-unit building, uh, we charge one fee. I think it's like 300. Um, but if it, if, if, it's a hotel, it's a little different because I, like I said, we do all three. Um, our business makes money from the inspections, but that's not our business, if that makes sense, because we've implemented a rebate plan, uh, which means like I come and inspect condo worlds, 500 properties, not one property gets inspected. Now, Alex is looking like Anthony, I can't believe you set me up for failure. My boss is looking at me like, what the heck, Alex? Yeah. 
And I said, no, hey, Alex, just activate the rebate. And she's like, what are you talking about? Um, she activates the rebate and now we reimburse and refund all of the money we collected for. Oh, that. really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, like I said, because we're not just trying to like, we took your money and we didn't get you any bookings. Well, you <laughs> read my mind. That's exactly what I was just thinking was that, you know, the good, the good thing about how most OTAs are structured that even if they don't end up producing anything for you, you're really not out anything because there's yeah. a right. part of fee. So that I, I was literally just thinking like, oh boy, because that could add up real quick for as many units as we have. But, but that's could. great. If you can do it on a rebate, basis that that works yeah and and we're confident that if we take your properties on and you paid us that we're going to get the reservations because typically in the areas that we go after really really hard we've already had interest and requests that we couldn't fill in that area yeah that's like we we will get you a reservation you don't worry about that yeah (laughs) because we have like 10 of them already ready (laughs) right exactly yeah yeah Oh, that's so great. when do you, I guess, when is, when do you anticipate that you will have critical mass and you would just be, you know, you won't be out there trying to get units. You think you'll have enough momentum and be that OTA that you're looking to be. Um, I think when we get more, um, the, when here's, that's a great question. So it's not going to be based on how many properties we have and how many reservations. It's going to be on the simplicity of our platform for people to get on and do it on their own. You mean yeah. on their own? Yeah, yeah. Um, excellent. And, yeah. and how to coordinate all this and just make it like this real time and yeah. kind of make it easy. Yeah. I think right now what we've experienced out of total transparency is people have a desire to work with us, but they're like they're not as you two and me. The three of us we're extroverts. We love people. We go out. We like. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Film videos out in the rain and everything. I know. I hope if you guys don't know what Alex is talking about, go look at Alex and Annie fighting against Tropical Storm Alex (laughs) in South Florida. Amazing. It's epic. You got to That's witness the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I do a slow look at the video, I can actually see you now on the balcony. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I just yeah. remember hearing somebody yell and I thought, why are they yelling at us? And then yeah, they're like, I thought are? it was you. I was like, okay. That was me yelling from the, b- b- the balcony, like, it's a storm. What are you doing? <laughs> inside. Oh my gosh. Oh my fun. gosh. Um, so, yeah. gosh. Anthony, this is so exciting. Like, I think I'm, and I, I met you guys last fall and um, we talked at, at BRMA and I remember sitting in a session. We had um, a pre-call eight months ago. So yeah. But, uh, that in, this is true. Time. Like right, right when we first started. <laughs> but I was sitting in a session and Carl Shepard gave you a shout out. And that, to me, that was like, everybody in the room was like, dang, it, yeah. you, like to make, to make an impression on someone of his caliber, like, wow, that's, that's really, that's a really good feather in your cap. Mm-hmm. And I think that what you're trying to do not only has noble noble you know a noble cause and a noble backing um, but it comes from an experience and i think the most the people that we've encountered who have the best fortune um and the best luck as they move forward with their businesses they it they came, it came from a place of personal experience they had a problem and they wanted to solve for it and then they wanted to share what that solve was and so i think your passion is um is 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 at ease it's you know it's it's in the way that mateo delivers the at ease promise and i think we, you know you have a really bright future and if there's anything that we can do to help you with it we're certainly ready and able to assist yes <laughs> we're at ease. ready to serve <laughs> no I, I appreciate that ladies um and yes alex it was eight months ago i am sorry <laughs> um but the, the the only reason i was uh 
really slow to move on doing more podcasts and, and coming on this fabulous show of you guys is um is because I was still active duty and public affairs were kind of telling me what I can and couldn't say. Ah. Um, so I was like, oh you guys stop hating on me. I'm trying to help more service members. Right. Um, yeah, so because of that um kind of you know situation that's tough yeah yeah it was tough it was tough yeah um so the way i think this is helping here uh, i'm talking to your audience it'll be forever cemented in history as long as we have podcasts because you know um, they get they get they got rid of a tracks and tapes and and record players so hopefully they won't be rid of mp3s and stuff (laughs) yeah exactly yeah forever (laughs) right it'll be here forever um we just want more individuals, whether you are STR or VR, yeah. um, to kind of join Addie's mission and help host our heroes. And again, who I identify as our heroes are, are employees of the government at the federal, state and local level. Not necessarily just the ones wearing uniforms, but the ones who are actively serving our country, our states and our cities to kind of give them an opportunity to book um, short terminals and, and things that are exclusive to them. And, um, you know, we just create a real safe space because we're inspecting the properties. We know the managers we're working with. We're validating the gas and we're making sure that they're not bad gas when they come to the platform. We're creating like this ecosystem of trust where only a few select can be a part of. But when that select comes together, we're not worried about issues happening and and creating those crazy epic stories where like a 21 gun shootout at this. Airbnb. Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we don't want that. So we're very um, intentional about the people that come to us and those that don't. Yeah. I, I think there's a role for you to get involved at the destination level too. I mean, through like destinations international, like start there kind of at, at the higher level. And then, you know, within the different destinations with their DMOs and CVBs, because I mean, this is hundred percent something that those organizations would support. So that, that just helps you get to critical mass quicker, you know, in most cases. So uh, we're, we're, we're excited to see where this goes. And obviously we're both huge fans and glad that you still wanted to be our friend, friend after seeing us yeah. in the rain that day. <laughs> <laughs> we did survive. Thank gosh. We survived the rain and we yeah. got to meet some really cool people that day. Yeah, um, we did. Yeah. We yeah. were the last, last Mohegans at the executive summit and I'm glad that we all stayed. So <laughs> yeah. If you time. guys ever go to a VRMA summit or conference, I'm not, they didn't pay me for this or anything. Make sure you go and find Alex and Annie. Um, <laughs> they are always smiling. Um, they are very like, amazing people like every time i see them i'm like i gotta go say hi to them like, oh um, thank you but would you like to be <laughs> on every month <laughs> yeah exactly yes, you got a recurring spot here so yeah thank you when will we see you next when's the next conference that you're heading to i am heading to vegas in nashville awesome uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's Darm. 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 Nashville. Yeah, yeah. okay. Somebody yeah, so. told me that Nashville is like the new Vegas, so that's it's why. It's so said much it. fun. Yeah, yeah. It's a great. I city. don't. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. it's a great. Oh, yeah. City. yeah, It's Amy yeah. High Note. Yeah. I'm coming by. Oh boy, watch <laughs> out! Oh, it'll be good times. Are you guys going to be there? We yeah. will. We'll be at both of them. Yep. 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 Going to be a good time. Well, so, Anthony, what is the on, best Alex. way? Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Let me do a plug. Oh. Okay. Amy. We need a booth for these ladies so that they can do some podcasts while at this show. And VRMA International, we need a booth again 
in Vegas, for real, Las Vegas, uh, Las Vegas and Nevada, so these ladies can have a show uh, because what they were doing at the executive summit was phenomenal, but we can do better for them. So oh. come on, guys! Somebody yes. help these ladies yes. out. Let's yes. do it. We didn't. We didn't even. We did not tell you one. to say that. So that uh, that will definitely be one of the the clips that we put. Another another <laughs> hat. T R. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> awesome, and, uh, Anthony. You're truly a pleasure. And again, congratulations on your retirement and now your entry into a whole nother working world that I know you're just going to do amazing things. So if our audience wants to get in touch with you, they want to learn more about at, at ease and how they put their properties on your platform. What should they do? Well, uh, what they should do is go to the website, which is pcsatease.com, pcsatease.com. I, I'll share that information with you. Okay. Um, there, they'll be able to see an email address. They'll see our phone number and our different social media uh, accounts where they can contact us. And we'll be sure to get back to them. Um, yeah, that's the easiest way to do it is going to the website, checking us out, and then hitting one of those links to kind of get engaged with us. Perfect. We will include that in our show notes and we'll also include uh, your contact info if you want to share that, if anybody wants to chat with you directly. Um, other, otherwise, thank you so much. This has been great. We're super excited to share your story and can't wait to see where it goes from here. So thank you again for joining us. Alex and Annie, the real women of Vacation Rentals Podcast. Thank you for having me, ladies. <laughs> Alex and Annie and Anthony. I mean, oh, we're sure. great. <laughs> yeah. If anybody wants to reach out to Annie and I, you can go to alexandannypodcast.com. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Instagram. If you are enjoying the show, please leave us a review uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. 